What's up? Today is our last recap episode in our three-part series covering the book of Habakkuk. So we're going to be talking about where to find your joy when life is hard and really bringing the book of Habakkuk, specifically chapter three, into the conversation to really talk through that. So I have my special guest, Mary Reed, on the show. She's our community manager, and she's actually been leading us through the study of Habakkuk in this quarter. If you're not already inside the community, make sure you head to herrenewedstrength.com forward slash community. We've been going line by line every day, and it's been really beautiful. So I'm excited to bring our conversation to a close. I hope you are ready to dig into God's word and just be blessed by the conversation. You ready? Let's do it. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. We are back to recap chapter three and kind of just bring our study of Habakkuk to a close. So before we dig in, I am going to share our featured review, and this comes from Finn Woman or Finny Woman. I don't really know how to say that, but she says, calm in my day. Erica brings my overwhelm into check with each episode. Must listen to podcast. Wow. Thanks. That's a good review. We appreciate you. Um, They're all good reviews. So we just appreciate all the love. And yeah, I read these for the first time, usually when I'm like prepping for an episode and I see them, I'm like, oh my gosh, you said that? Thanks. (laughs) So thank you, Finny Woman. We appreciate you. All right, I've got Mary back on the show. And uh, Mary is our community manager. She's been leading Bible study. And honestly, I just like really enjoy talking to Mary. So I'm excited <laughs> to bring you back. Thanks, friend. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. This is going to be the good one. Not that yeah. it, the other ones were not good, but. No, I know. I think so many of these questions that we're posing in the, in the episode titles, these are questions that people ask like on a regular basis, especially people Mm -hmm. who are having a hard time trusting God. So I'm glad that we can wrap this up with a, not so much a question, but just a hope, right? Like you can find joy when life is hard and Mm -hmm. terrible things are happening. So we're going to be talking about where to find that joy. And Mm -hmm. chapter three in the book of Habakkuk really offers that. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the prayer and the Psalm that comes out of this book? Well, we see the shift of Habakkuk's heart from questioning God and confusion to worship 
and utter peace. Mm. And the things that are going to happen in Habakkuk's future are still going to happen and they're still going to be terrible. Mm. But he even uses different names for God in this chapter. He calls God uh, the Holy One and he calls God by his covenant name, which Mm. Hebrew it was that name was just so holy they didn't say it he but in this chapter he calls him Yahweh in the great I am and he acknowledges God's his holiness his splendor his might he he sees God's light and he remembers there's some like veiled references to the exodus and parting of the the Red Sea and the rivers that God parted and how God was the mighty warrior who went out before the Israelites. We see him named as the rock, the everlasting rock who shakes mountains and causes hills to sink low and how he is the everlasting eternal one and the only steadfast rock. Those are definitely signs of him having a change of heart and I think sometimes people think it's not tangible to to have something like that or they Mm -hmm. want the tangible Uh how-to to bring that about like give me the steps to to get to that point and we've laid those steps out honestly in the first couple of chapter recaps so if you haven't listened to episode 138, which highlighted chapter one or episode 140, which highlighted episode two, then I recommend going back because it's not so much a, like a plan of action or like a step-by-step, but we do see how he moves from being this guy who's like, Lord, where are you? To saying like, oh yeah, you're right here. Right. Right. And you've always been here. Yes, you've always been here. And something that I want to just kind of camp out on for a second is that we live in a culture, at least in the United States, that is very heavily focused on feelings. And so we want to be feeling that whatever is real is real. And Mm -hmm. I don't know how that is when our feelings are so shifty, right? Right. You know, we talked about faith in chapter two and how that's a really big theme, not just in chapter two, but of the entire Bible, right? Like God is essentially Mm -hmm. telling us who he is and inviting us to trust him. Mm -hmm. But it's not like a download this plan of action to trust God situation. It's more like get to know me, believe me when I say, what I say, because I'm faithful to come through on that. And trust me, just trust mm-hmm. me. Yeah, it's not a robotic trust. If, I mean, if God wanted robots, he would have made us all the same. But mm-hmm. robots don't have relationship. And I was just talking to a friend about this just last night. Robots don't have relationship. Robots don't have love. Robots don't have a choice and God gives us the relationship and invites us to understand who he is. And even though it's so hard to wrap our mind around who God is, sometimes his word is filled with 
God is good. God is merciful. God is holy. He's sovereign. He's our creator. He's our king. He is our loving father. And that's what Habakkuk is acknowledging. And he is remembering what God has done in the past so that he can look to his future and understand that God is still who he says he is. Yeah. Yeah. Something came to mind as you were saying that. And it was really just like when you hear someone in the world say things like we become super suspicious because we we have trust issues. Right. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that we can actually kind of like follow along in the Bible is that the things that the Lord said would happen have happened, except Mm -hmm. we're still waiting for Jesus. And one of the most recent things that we can actually like in the last hundred years see is Israel coming back to its promised land. You know, Mm -hmm. Israel was actually scattered for generations and generations. And I remember doing, I'm like super into history and all that. So I was listening to a, an I want to say it was an audiobook, but it could have been a podcast. And the person was talking about how no people in history have lasted beyond seven generations outside of their homeland, except mm-hmm. for Israel. Yep. And Israel, just as God promised, God said that he would scatter them and then he would bring them back. And he did. Israel became a nation again in the 1940s. And mm-hmm. people, you know, ask for proof. And then when you give them that, it's like, it's really up to you to make a decision. And all faith is, is making a decision to trust someone. When you date someone, you're deciding, all right, I'm going to trust you this much. And then the more you prove yourself, the more I can trust you. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's a relationship. And God continues to prove himself faithful over and over again. And I think that sometimes we're looking for some like scientific proof or whatever it is to show that there is a God. And what we're really asking for is for God to reveal himself to us, but we won't give him the space to do that. We want God to do like the most. And he already does. Like he created us. Yeah. If the Pharisees wanted to see the signs that Jesus Mm. is real. That's what we're still looking for. We're still looking for the signs, but he already gave us the signs. They're already in his word. And we just have to trust that it's true. I mean, that's all we can do is trust God. Mm -hmm. And if we don't trust God, then that's when we don't have joy. So where would you say, based on the ending of this book, where do we find joy when life is hard? Well, the very last three verses are the climax of the whole book. Habakkuk describes a total devastation and he he lives in an agricultural um, culture. So he's describing this worst possible scenario. The, the His worst fears are about to come true and they do, but he says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. In verse 19, God, the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on my high places. Our joy comes from the Lord and comes from our willingness to be changed by, by just trusting in God. And there's no joy to be found in my situation. If 
like you said, our feelings change, our situation changes, but God never changes. And that's where our joy must be found. And these three verses change Habakkuk's attitude from what if to even if, even if Mm -hmm. something happens, I will trust the Lord. I will take my joy and it is always found in God. Yeah. So good. I don't have anything to add to that. I just want to say thank you for showing up, for being obedient, for sharing your passion and love for God's word. And thank you to everyone who's listening, who is maybe trying to reckon with some of the things that you're struggling with and walking through in life and and looking for answers and understanding like how you can get through this. And I just want to say joy is not the same as happiness, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like we have to we have to stop confusing the two. One of the things that I try to remember is that I can't produce my own joy. It's actually a fruit of the spirit. When I'm filled with the spirit, it is available to me. And the yep. only way that I can be spirit filled is by being in his presence and remember that sin cannot be in the presence of God. So you're not like doing crazy things in the presence of the Lord. You're walking righteously, being in his word, worshiping him, you know, choosing to say no to temptation. So the Christian walk is not easy, but man, the fruit of that, the fruit of obedience is just so, so beautiful and so worth it. It just makes all this craziness that we live in and all the craziness around us you know, bearable because our hope is in the right place. Right. Yep. Yep. So if y'all want to dig more into the study, if you're not yet already in the community, make sure you head to hurrynewstrength.com forward slash community. We will have our next Bible study in Q2 in July, and we are going to be studying the book of Esther and I'll be leading that study. I'm really excited. I am very, um, I don't know. I'm like, I'm really pumped. I started prepping already and I'm like, oh my gosh, (laughs) it's good. So we will see you inside. And if we don't, we'll see you on the next one. God bless you guys. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.